Good morning. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Monday, October 21st. Here is an impeachment inquiry update from today's show. President Trump was forced to abandon his decision to host next year's Group of Seven Summit at his private golf club in Florida after it became clear the move had alienated key Republicans and given Democrats fodder for another possible article of impeachment. Trump blamed his G7 reversal on critics, but behind closed doors, several top aides and allies say he changed his mind in response to pressure and frustration from his own party. In a round of phone calls with conservative allies over the weekend, Trump was told Republicans are struggling to defend him on so many different fronts that he shouldn't add any more, according to an administration official who spoke with the president. The president was told repeatedly that his G7 decision made it more difficult to keep Senate Republicans in a unified front against impeachment proceedings. Democrats, meanwhile, continued to blast Trump for awarding a massive government contract to his own company and said they might add the alleged emoluments clause violation to the articles of impeachment they're writing up. Acting White House Chief of Staff Mick Mulvaney made matters worse last Thursday when he held a news conference to defend the G7 decision, but he ended up confessing that Trump held up nearly $400 million in aid to push Ukraine to investigate Democrats. When a journalist followed up, saying that Mulvaney seemed to be describing a quid pro quo, Mulvaney replied, quote, We do that all the time with foreign policy. On Fox News Sunday, Mulvaney expressed regret about how he handled the two issues, the $400 million in aid and the G7 decision during the news conference, and he denied there was any quid pro quo. But Mulvaney's acknowledgement of a mistake comes as Trump has been privately expressing displeasure with his acting chief of staff's job and as some White House officials are seeking to replace him, including reportedly presidential son-in-law Jared Kushner. Several officials say Trump's aides and allies are considering various options for a new chief of staff, and some are being reached out to. Mulvaney may have further damaged his standing with Trump by saying during his Fox interview that the president still considers himself at heart to be in the hospitality business. While several Trump allies said that comment is indeed accurate, they say it was a bad idea for Mulvaney to say it publicly because it will annoy the president. Other top Republicans, including Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, have begun to distance themselves from Mulvaney as well. In the month since Democrats announced their impeachment inquiry, it's been exactly a month now, Republicans have struggled to offer a coherent response. With no White House war room, GOP lawmakers have seized on process-related responses. At the same time, they're being asked to defend the president's erratic approach to policymaking, including his abrupt decision to withdraw U.S. troops and abandon Kurdish allies in Syria. Privately, and occasionally in public, several Republicans say they're not prepared to defend the president from charges that he was engaged in self-dealing vis-a-vis the G7 site selection. Congressman Francis Rooney, a Republican from Florida, said Friday afternoon that Trump should avoid even the appearance of impropriety that comes with holding a global summit at his private property. He said Trump should cancel the G7. The next day, Rooney announced his retirement, facing backlash from Trump supporters. But he also said that he is considering backing Trump's impeachment over the president's handling of Ukraine policy. And Senator Mitt Romney, the Republican from Utah, told The Atlantic magazine for a new profile that he's been reviewing the Federalist Papers and brushing up on parliamentary procedure in preparation for the Senate's likely impeachment trial. 
The 2012 GOP nominee for president says the next few weeks are almost certain to be what he calls an inflection point in American history. Thanks for listening. I'm James Hellman. If you want to hear full episodes, find The Daily 202 wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you.